You're listening to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Professor Birdsong. Yes, it is Leonard Birdsong back with you on Talk Zone. I'm here on Thursdays, Eastern uh, Thursdays, uh, from one until two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. However, this is Internet Radio at its best, and you can listen to me 24 hours, seven days a week on your computer or your Talk Zone app. I hope you do listen. I have some words of wisdom that I want to pass on. This fellow Dave. Bill Davidson is a colleague who sends me these sort of uplifting words of wisdom, and I like to share them with you. Here's one called, It's All About the View. A young woman was complaining to her father about her problems and how difficult her life was. Come with me, said the father. I want to show you something. He took her into the kitchen where he put three pots of water on the stove to heat. Meanwhile, he cut up some carrots and put them into the first pot to boil. Into the simmering water of the second pot, he put two eggs. In the third pot, he poured some ground coffee. After a few minutes, he strained the carrots into a bowl, peeled the eggs and put them into another bowl, and into a cup he poured the strained coffee. Then he placed them before his daughter. She said, What are these supposed to be? She sounded very impatient. The father said, Each of these items can teach something about the way we handle adversity, my daughter. The carrots started out hard, but the boiling water turned them mushy. The eggs went into the water fragile, but came out hard and rubbery. The coffee, on the other hand, changed the water into something better. Sweetheart, he said, you can choose how you respond to your problems. You let them, you can let them make you weak. You can let them make you hard or you can use them to create something beneficial. It's all up to you. What will you make of your problems today? Thank you, Bill. It's all about the view. He said, it's all about the view. Now, because I have the time, I'm going to read another set of words of wisdom that Bill Davidson sent me, and maybe it'll strike a chord with you. This one is called The Harvest. As many successful people will tell you, you have to have goals and you have to have a plan to reach them. Each of us have aspirations of where we want to arrive prior to the ends of our careers. More times than not, we get a little overzealous about what we think might be the correct time frame for advancement. When successful people reflect on their past, most of their failures were moments in their careers where they thought they deserved something that they weren't quite ready for. In hindsight, the failures were actually wins that further prepared them for the next step. They learn that not only... You have to be looking up, but they have to be looking within. Whether you're in sales, management, a business owner, or simply a person with a dream, a farmer's character is one to be examined and learned from. In order for a farmer to be successful, there has to be a very specific plan, and the plan must be executed with detail. 
Not only must the strategy be implemented with care, but proper preparation must also take place to assure the seed that is planted will grow. Once the seed is planted, the farmer must nurture and provide an environment for growth. During this time period, one of the most important traits must be exercised. A farmer has to exercise patience. Patience to allow the seed to grow into a mature plant that will produce a fruit. Patience to allow the produced fruit to mature until the right time to maximize his harvest. So just like the farmer, we must have a strategic plan and we must execute it with detail. The proper preparations must be put into place to allow our idea or our plan to grow. Once the seed, or once the seed we plant rather, begins to grow, it must be nurtured and continuous value built to provide the proper environment for success. Patience must be exercised, folks, until the right time to reap the harvest of our efforts. Whether it's a sales call, a job search, or a career path, adopting a farmer's mentality will help you get there. Are you planning properly to maximize your harvest? Think about it, folks. Just think about it. This is Leonard Birdsong. I'm here with you on Talk Zone Radio. If you want to know more about me, you can go to my website, leonardbirdsong.com. You'll find all about me. You can also buy my humor books. There are 14 of them that I have, full of laughs and very inexpensive. I like being here on the radio with you because I get a chance to read some of my dumb criminal law stories and pass on maybe some news tidbits and things like that. Because I like scouring the news and bringing these things to you. Again, you can find some of my dumb criminal law stories on uh, my blog, www.birdsongslaw.com. Now, I have a few news tidbits here that I want to share with you. We're going to take a break in just a few moments. But listen to this. A Wisconsin man shot himself in the heart with a nail gun and then calmly transported himself to the hospital. This was just last week. Doug Bergeson was his name, insisted it didn't really hurt when he accidentally drove the three-and-a-half-inch nail into his chest while building a house. Bergeson drove himself ten miles to a hospital where doctors removed the spike, saying it missed a main artery by the thickness of a piece of paper. Boy, the Lord certainly takes care of some people. Now, here's another interesting, perhaps, little news tidbit. In Florida, where I live, it's the lightning capital of the world. We get more lightning strikes in the Orlando area than anywhere else in the world. But, however, there's a little story. It says, fewer dead bolts. Fewer dead bolts. Lightning, once one of nature's biggest killers, is claiming far fewer lives in the United States, mostly because we've learned to get out of the way. In the 1940s, when there were fewer people, lightning killed more than 300 people annually. So far this year, 13 people have died after being struck on pace for a record low of 17 deaths. 
Taking the growth population into account, the lightning death rate has shrunk more than 40-fold since record-keeping began in 1940. Before I came to live in Florida, I didn't think much about lightning, but, you know, we read stories all the time about people getting struck by lightning here in Florida. Many of them are not killed, but you got to be very, very careful. Here's an interesting little story. The headline says, in this case, all good things come to those who are late. All good things come to those who are late. A bored Michigan traveler whose flight was canceled bought a Mega Millions ticket at the airport while waiting to be rerouted. And the lucky ducat, ducat rather, turned out to be a $1 million winner. Paul Kaharvik is his name. He's 56 of Muskegon, Michigan, was coming home from a business trip when his plan, when his plans changed and he pressed his luck, bought that ticket, and now he is a millionaire. How about that, folks? Well, there are many of these news tidbits. Many of them come from the Associated Press. How about this one? This was from Germany. Headline says, Soggy Commute. Fed up with the grind of taking a bus or bike to work on the congested streets of Munich, Germany, Benjamin David started a swimming contest to go to work. Instead of being involved with the bus or a bike, the burly German beer garden worker now packs his laptop and clothes into a waterproof bag dons his wetsuit, and slides into the river Izar for his journey to work. He swims to work every day. Can you believe that? <laughs> well, these stories never end. I've got some more here, but right now I'd like to take a pause, and we'll be back with some more News Pit Tidbits. This is Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. Stick with us. Consumer Debt Counselors is the company that will help you get out of debt. Consumer Debt Counselors is a licensed, accredited nonprofit agency that specializes in educating people about credit and debt and helping people resolve issues with debt, even student loan debt. There are so many federal regulations. Most people have more options than they realize, and Consumer Debt Counselors can uncover all of your eligible solutions, including lowering your payment or getting out of default. If you want a partner that will work with you to achieve financial success, talk to the team at Consumer Debt Counselors. They have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so these guys are the real deal. Your first consultation is free, and all sessions are kept confidential. Give them a call at 1-800-820-9232 or go to ConsumerDebtCounselors.org slash birdsong. The number again is 800-820-9232. You're listening to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Professor Birdsong. Yes, it is Leonard Birdsong. Back with you here. I've had an interesting show. I hope you've liked it. I told you some dumb criminal law stories and told you some myths about the eclipse that people of ancient times had. I've given you some words of wisdom, and now I'm doing some news tidbits that 
you probably haven't seen in the news, but that I've found and that you might want to know about. Here are a couple of stories about critters. The headline on the first one reads, Foxed in by Critter. This comes out of New York State. A Putnam County woman was attacked by a gray fox in her yard, and the animal chased her inside her home. According to the Journal News newspaper, the fox came from a nearby woods and bit the woman on her ankle, scratched her, and chased her inside her own home. She and her children then fled the house and left the fox trapped in the home. Her name, Cricket Dykeman of Dykeman's Wildlife Control, was the lady. A wildlife control officer said the fox will be euthanized and tested for rabies. We hope there were no rabies. Now, here's the second story about critters. The, the headline read, Skunk Hops Into Bed. A Connecticut boy got an unpleasant surprise when he awoke to find a skunk in his bed. The 13-year-old was awoken in his upstairs bedroom by the animal, which had climbed into the sack with him, according to police. The skunk apparently got into the home by climbing through a hole in a trash can and uh, then uh, unwittingly, an unwitting resident rather brought the can inside. And it's not clear how the skunk found its way into the boy's bed, but no one was happy about the outcome, of course. The Hamden Animal Control Division responded to the call on July 25th, and police said an animal control officer arrived to the point, to the pungent smell of skunk, which emanated throughout the house. Family members got the animal out of the house on their own. P.U. Good Lord. Skunk smell is horrible, and it's hard to get rid of. A skunk in bed with a 13-year-old, isn't that something? I just can't get over that. All right. Here's one about Slovenia. It says, the headline, Slow to fast, thanks Mel. The tiny European nation of Slovenia is undergoing a tourism boom, partly because of the native country. It's the native country of the First Lady of the United States, Melania Trump. The Slovenian Statistics Office said Monday, this was past Monday, that more than 1,939,000 tourists visit the Alpine country of 2 million residents in the first half of this year. That's a 15% increase from the same period last year. Analyzing the impact of the Slovenian-born First Lady, the office said the number of U.S. visitors has risen 15% since President Trump took office in January. Just wanted you to know that. Now, here's a sort of cute story, one you don't hear. Headline, British pub denies holy spirits. A British pub has apologized for turning away a group of trainee priests after mistaking them for a rowdy bachelor party <laughs> over being a, a rowdy bachelor's revelers in costume. Father Michael Doyle said the clerics were turned away by a doorman who told them, sorry, gents, we have a policy of no fancy dress and no stag doings. The men were reprieved when a bar manager realized that they were legitimate priests <laughs> and gave them a free round of ale on the house. <laughs> oh, isn't that nice? Oh, boy. 
thought they were dressed up in costumes. Here's one from Iran. Iranians desperate for work took this movie poster too literally, says the headline. Dozens of unemployed men flocked to Cinema Bahman in the northern city of Zanjang, Iran, to apply for jobs after they were fooled by an ad for the movie Workmen Needed. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. The foreign film centers on three men who travel to Tehran to search for work. Shut that phone off. All right, I'm broadcasting here, and I've got more to say. Some of you may have heard this story. The headline says, Swastika Tea is a No-Go. A company called Teespring has removed the rainbow swastika t-shirt from its site and says it's uh, adding layers of oversight to prevent people from offering offensive designs for sale on its website. The company allows anyone to post a T-shirt design, and if it sells, Teespring will produce it. After images of the shirt with the swastika on it circulated on social media, Jewish groups and others pushed for a boycott of the site. The uh, Teespring company says it uses keyword detection image recognition and human reviewers to keep offensive designs out but adds that sometimes they need more oversight. A swastika T-shirt is certainly not something I'd want to see people wearing on the street. Maybe neo-Nazis will like it, though. Here's one, another story. It says, the headline, Banks a Million. A man who tried to deposit a $1 million bill in the bank was charged with drug possession in Iowa. Sioux City police officers were called to the Northwest Bank branch Thursday to talk to a man who tried to deposit the fake bill. There's no such thing as a legitimate $1 million bill. They said they asked Dennis Strickland, 33, whether he had any other bills in his pocket, and a baggie fell out when he emptied his pocket. The complaint, that is, the police complaint says the baggie contained Methamphetamine. <laughs> Go figure. A million dollar bill deposited in the bank. Well, let's see. What else do I have today? Not a whole lot. You know, the news business is a little slow in uh, late August. And that's the way it's always been. So what I'm going to do is move right along here to some... Riddles. And this is the way I usually end my show. So let's talk about the first riddle. Can you tell me what's the worst thing about throwing a party in outer space? What is the worst thing about throwing a party in outer space? Think about it. You got it? Well, the worst thing about throwing a party in outer space, folks, is that you have to plan it. <laughs> Get it? You have to plan it? <laughs> All right. I don't think it's that funny, but it is funny. All right. That's the first one. Got a couple of more here. Why shouldn't you tell 
insect jokes. Why should you not tell insect jokes? Go ahead, think about it. Why shouldn't you tell insect jokes? I'll tell you why. It's because they bug people. (laughs) Don't tell insect jokes because they bug people. All right. Maybe you got those two. What about this one? Do skunks celebrate Valentine's Day? Do skunks celebrate Valentine's Day? What do you think? Yes or no? Of course skunks celebrate Valentine's Day because they're sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) Sentimental, get it? All right, since I have a little time here, here's the last one I'm going to tell you. See if you can get it. How do you break your addiction to the hokey pokey? How do you break your addiction to the hokey pokey? Think about it. You can break your addiction to the hokey pokey by turning yourself around. Get it? (laughs) All right, you had to think about that for a while, huh? You can break your addiction to the hokey pokey by turning yourself around. All right, folks, this is Leonard Birdsong. I'm on Talk Zone Radio every Thursday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love being here with you, broadcasting from the beautiful studios in Orlando, Florida. I'll be back with you next week. I want you to stick with me. We have more dumb criminal law stories and more riddles and more news tidbits for you. I love being here with you. I'm signing off until next week. This is Leonard Birdsong on Leonard Birdsong Radio. See you next week.